0: This podcast is brought to you by Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. If you're interested in creating or expanding your podcast, find out more at AmbiguousPodcastSolutions.com. Join Ambiguous Podcast Solutions to bring your podcast to life. Welcome to Wake Up With Wall Street for Thursday, January 21st. Today's top stories, Joe Biden is now our president and he's planning on spending a ton of money. The stock market normally loves that sort of thing, so what's it doing now? More about that in a moment. And while the stock market loves Joe Biden, Janet Yellen, Biden's pick for Treasury Secretary hates Bitcoin. What did she say and what will that mean for cryptocurrencies? I'll have details in a bit. And we've just received a bunch of economic data and we have earnings on tap from a number of big companies. What will investors be focused on today? More on those and other topics in a minute. I'm Scott Nations. Now wake up and let's get to it. A quick recap of the action on Wall Street from Wednesday. It was green across the board for the major indexes yesterday. The NASDAQ 100 was the big winner, gaining 2.3% on the day. Much of that gain was courtesy of Netflix, which announced fantastic subscriber growth. I tell you, they are just a juggernaut when it comes to subscribers. They announced that they now have more than 200 million total subscribers. Netflix ended up gaining more than 16% on the day thanks to that news broader market was up as well, with the S&P 500 gaining 1.4%, and this should come as no surprise, Netflix was the best performer in all of the S&P 500. All the sectors were higher on the day, with the exception of the financials. While investment banks have done well by announcing better-than-expected earnings, the commercial banks like JPMorgan Chase, Bank of America, and Wells Fargo all lost ground yesterday. Netflix may have been the biggest winner in the S&P 500, but the biggest loser was another commercial bank that was Bank of New York Mellon. When interest rates and net interest margins are this low, it's going to be tough sledding for commercial banks. But again, financials were the exception yesterday, while the technology, healthcare, and consumer discretionary sectors set new all-time highs. Crude oil closed near $53 a barrel again. Interest rates ticked down a little bit, which hurt the dollar and helped the precious metals, as gold gained $30, or just over 1.6%. Volatility fell, as you would expect with stocks gaining. Valdex, ticker symbol VOLI, lost 7.8%. Away from Wall Street, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were sworn into office with none of the turmoil that many had feared. They will face a host of critical problems on their first full day in office, so good luck to both of them. Moving on, Janet Yellen, Biden's pick to be Treasury Secretary, is picking a fight. At her confirmation hearing yesterday, Ms. Yellen suggested lawmakers should curtail the use of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Ms. Yellen's concern is that cryptocurrencies are used mainly, that was her word, for illegal activities, including terrorism. I think the whole point of Bitcoin is to put it beyond control of regulators, but we'll have to see how average Americans many of whom are using cryptocurrencies as a store of value or for speculation, will respond if the government tries to outlaw usage of Bitcoin and its cryptocurrency cousins. Looking ahead to the day on Wall Street, stocks are set to open higher once again this morning at 8.45 a.m. Eastern time, with just 45 minutes to go before the open of trading on Wall Street. The S&P and the Dow are both set to open higher by 0.1%, while the NASDAQ 100 is again bowling its way ahead it's set to open higher by 0.4%. Crude oil is slightly lower overnight, and it looks like interest rates are ticking up once again. Continuing our look at the day ahead, one of the first tasks for President Biden will be gathering support in Congress for his plans for another $1.9 trillion in new COVID relief. While much of what he has planned, such as new individual grants, seem to have wide support, some of his other ideas including grants to state and local governments, are going to face some stiff opposition. The stock market clearly loves the idea of government spending a boatload of money, even if it's money that we don't have. I just wish the stock market would fall in love with the idea of not spending money that we don't have. But hey, I guess that's no fun. It's the middle of earnings season and IBM and Intel are set to announce Q4 results after the close of trading today. Results for Intel are expected to be grim, but since they just named a new CEO as recently as last week, an announcement that investors applauded, these results are unlikely to move the needle for the chip maker. That's been Wake Up with Wall Street for Thursday, January 21st. I'm Scott Nations. Remember, you can join me every weekday to get a jump on the day ahead and be certain to join me every Friday for that week's worst company in the world. Now, wake up and go get them.